Okay, welcome everyone to week four of your nutrition talks. Tonight we're going to be talking about meal prep and snacks. I get a lot of questions about snacking and then some like dining out tips and some swaps and that kind of thing. And um, I definitely am interested in everyone's input because um, I know that a lot of you have been working on this stuff with Derek and you might have some of your own really fun kind of uh, meal prep tips and dining out swaps and that kind of thing. So we will definitely have some time for that at the end. So let me go ahead, share my screen here, get into our presentation. Okay. All right, guys. So here we go. Meal prep, snacking and eating out swaps. So a lot of this, again, is I'm sure going to be a review for you because I know you've all been working with Derek. Um, but nonetheless, it's always good to go over it one more time. Uh, so some of the benefits of meal prep, of course, it is a bit more time up front, um, kind of carving out those hours on maybe Sunday night. But ultimately, it does save you that time when you're in a rush or when you're extremely hungry that you're actually you know, reaching for something that is going to be healthy for you as opposed to something that's just convenient. Uh, personally, I work pretty late a few nights of the week and I might not get home till like eight o'clock. Last thing I wanna do is chop a bunch of vegetables. Um, so when I have my meals pre-prepared, it just like really is, uh, makes my life a million times easier. Mm -hmm. uh, healthy options. Of course, you're having your healthy, oops, we got one more person coming in. Um, we have our healthy options that are just ready to go, right? So this is, of course, going to help us with eating more balanced meals. Um, and it's going to help us with having more mindful snacking. Instead of just grabbing a bag of chips or crackers, you're reaching for your pre-cut veggies or fruit or pre-portioned snacks. One of the biggest benefits of meal prep is your portion awareness. And you know we've been talking about this each week. Um, your portion awareness is what's gonna really help you with weight control. Um, and then of course you get to decide what ingredients you're putting in and how much you're having of each thing, which you don't get to do when you're eating out or eating um, you know, like a microwavable meal. Dividing those meals, those prepped meals into portions at the beginning of the week is just gonna really set you up for success. It can help you reduce stress um, because you're avoiding those last minute decisions about what to eat um, or avoiding that rushed preparation or again, avoiding that I'm starving, I'm just gonna grab whatever's there when whatever's there is something that's healthy that you made on your own a couple days ago. So, uh, you know, can help with that kind of food anxiety. Saving money, it can help you save money because you're not eating out, you're not doing takeaway. And of course you can do some bulk purchasing um, because you're making it for several meals. Here are some meal prep ideas. This little guy up here. Um, so I like to make smoothies and I'll do like a double batch of smoothies and then I just have some for the next day. Uh, I usually make sure I always have some frozen fruit on hand, usually frozen berries since they're lower in sugar. And then I'll have some fresh like spinach or even frozen spinach actually. Um, so I typically do like frozen berries, spinach, and like a protein supplement, and then either water or milk. Um, 
So I know Michelle has a really good smoothie recipe, but it's a great opportunity to throw a bunch of healthy stuff into a blender and then you can make a double or triple batch, have it for a couple of days. Uh, overnight oats, I know Derek kind of hits home with this one a bunch and it's a great idea having, you know, your, your oats um, portion it out at the beginning of the week. You have it for the whole week. You can also do it with chia seeds, do like a chia pudding. So you're getting a little bit more of that healthy fat. I like to actually combine the oats and chia. I'll do like a little bit less than a serving of oats and then throw in a serving of chia. Um, same idea. And then now, of course, we're getting into the cooler weather. So even making the big batch of steel cut oats, put it in the fridge, and then you can just heat up your portion every morning. Eggs. Eggs are a great way to meal prep. You can do hard boiled eggs, which make a great snack or breakfast. Um, also making those egg cups. Those are really fun. They have those at, at Starbucks. Everyone loves them. They're super easy. You just kind of put it, make it the same way you'd make scrambled eggs, just putting the vegetables or whatever the filler is with the, with the scrambled eggs, and then just put them into some muffin tins and bake them. And then you could have those egg cups for the whole week. For lunch, uh, pre-chopping your veggies, so you can have several days worth of salads, and then just kind of building that with a protein. Um, salads on the go, I think, can be really pretty easy. Just throwing in maybe a grain, maybe some quinoa or some farro with a protein and some veggies, and then a salad dressing on the side if you like that. Uh, bento boxes, these I think are really cute, and I think they're also great to teach kids how to start to learn some portions. So bento boxes, those are like the Japanese um, meal plates, if you will. I don't know the proper description, but they're divided, right? So they, and right now they sell them as like a lunch box. Um, and so you can do it for yourself or for your kids. And so that way you're getting these very distinct portions of your protein, your veggies, your carb, your fruit, whatever it is. Um, and so it's just a really great way to be mindful of your portions. Easiest way to make your lunch is to double your dinner the night before and you have leftovers, right? That's just the, the easiest way to uh, stretch your meals, of course. Um, and what I do if I don't have enough for like a full lunch, I'll just bulk it up with some extra veggies and some protein um, or some fresh veggies even and make it into a salad or something like that. For dinner, you want to prep like your potatoes and your sweet potatoes and your grains for the week ahead. That's an easy one to do earlier in the week. Those will hold for about, you know, five days or so. Um, cooking a few chicken breasts or ground meat at the beginning of the week and then just adding those to your meals as you go. I like to cook salmon for dinner and then I, I'm not going to meal prep salmon, but I'll have it, whatever I have left over, I'll throw into a salad the next day for lunch. And then one of my favorite hacks is combining uh, fresh and frozen veggies. Uh, from, I love the Trader Joe's frozen veggie medleys. They have a lot of different like veggie medleys, which you guys got my, um, the rice cauliflower stir fry recipe. I think you got it yesterday in the newsletter. Um, and then I combine that with some fresh vegetables. So you're getting the frozen, you're adding some fresh to kind of bulk it up and make it a little bit, a little tastier. Um, and they have a lot of those veggie medleys, but then also like grain and vegetable dishes. And then I'll just kind of add some extra spinach or maybe some fresh zucchini to that to give it a little bit extra bulk and then the protein. 
snacks. We're going to get into snacks later uh, as well. A little, little dive a little deeper into it. My number one favorite tip for snacks, put a measuring cup in your bag, whether that is popcorn or nuts or whatever it is. If you know a serving of popcorn is, I believe it's two and a half or three cups, put your one cup measure in there, grab a bowl, measure it out. You know that a portion of nuts is a quarter of a cup. Put your quarter cup measuring cup in the bag of nuts. You're scooping out exactly one portion each time. It's just a great way to sort of um, make sure that you're controlling those portions, right? Snacks are something that we tend to overeat. Um, you can also do the same thing, but just put them into a Ziploc baggie or a storage, a little storage uh, containers. And that way you can just grab your already portioned snack. Making sure that your snack is balanced. One of the reasons that there tends to be an overeating when it comes to snacks is because they aren't balanced. It's especially like the salty crunchies, right? Like popcorn or ch chips or crackers. If you're getting a serving of protein and fat in there, you're not gonna be as likely to overeat that salty crunchy. So, and we'll talk about what that is in a couple slides here. Um, having some snacks that have fiber in them. Fiber is always gonna be more filling. That's why we're always telling you to have these pre-cut fruits and veggies on hand. Um, and they do actually fill you up too because they have water in them. So between the fiber and the water content, it gives you a little more satiety. Okay, just to review here, whole foods, not processed. We know this, the higher the quality of the food, the easier it's gonna be for your body to use it as fuel. So making sure that you're eating foods that are as close to their original form as possible and they haven't been processed. Um, repeating your meals for convenience. So uh, there is nothing that says that you have to have something different every single day. If something works for you, it's easy to make, it's nutritious, it you know is filling, go for it, have it five nights a week, not a big deal. Um, eventually you'll get tired of it and you can try something else, um, but do what works for you. That's the, the most important thing is to, one, listen to your body and to be realistic about work, what works for your schedule um, and do that. Prepping for several days at a time, of course, that is why we're doing meal prep. So um, I always encourage people to kind of look at their schedule ahead of time. So what kind of a week are you going into or do you have already have some dinners planned or some lunches planned um are you gonna be on the road do you need to be prepping things to, to put into a cooler bag what what does your week look like and then start to build your meals around that so a few simple healthy kitchen hacks nothing or you know earth shattering here um, but using that oil spray instead of oil or full, you know, butter. Um, I like the Trader Joe's avocado spray for the high heat cooking. It's avocado and coconut are good for the high heat cooking as opposed to olive oil, which is better for kind of dressings and that kind of thing. Um, doubling up on your veggies and your greens. That's just a really easy way to get extra greens in. And what do I mean by that? Like I said, if you're taking some of those frozen veggies, throwing extra greens in there or um, salad, throw an extra serving of veggies in there. Combining fresh and frozen ingredients for quick meals. Uh, this we talked about earlier about the Trader Joe's. 
And it's just, it makes life a bit easier. And then you have, you know, maybe you're using half of a, of a bag of whatever it is from the Trader Joe's. And then you have the other half of the bag you can use later on in the week, throw in some fresh, uh, fresh produce with that. And then you have a nice, quick, easy meal. Utilizing one sheet or one pan meals. So maybe this is like a roasted chicken or a couple chicken breasts that you're putting some roasted vegetables on there as well. Um, or salmon, um, putting everything on one pan. So when you, you just bake it and or grill it or whatever it is, and then you're ready to go and it's a lot easier to clean up. Using your fresh herbs and spices for flavor. That's a great way to get that extra flavor without adding a ton of salt. Um, and then my favorite hack, I got an air fryer last year and it changed my life. I make pretty much anything in my air fryer except for scrambled eggs um so they're a bit bulky but man it even those baked apples we were talking about you can make those in the air fryer i mean i make all my veggies tofu salmon i just do it all in there and it's a time saver once you kind of learn the the temperature settings with it All right, so going back to snacks, like I said, I tend to get a lot of questions from my clients about snacks um, because we all like to snack. Snacks are really fun, but it can be hard to know what is, quote, healthy, what is not healthy. And then also, they're not always satisfying. It's like, okay, I'm trying to be good and have my veggies, but like that wasn't enough. Excuse me, just having a sip of water. So uh, when it comes to snack prep, as we talked about, having those pre-portioned snack, snacks, the only thing that I don't really care how much you're eating is if it's just non-starchy veggies like celery and um, like the red bell pepper you see there. Just go for it. But again, if you are pairing that with a fat or a protein, it's going to be more satisfying. All right. So making sure that you are being very mindful of your portions, especially if it's well, really anything, but like the salty crunchies are really easy to overeat. Um, like we talked about, check the label, how much, you know, how much, how many, what's a serving, right? So sometimes that's shocking. Um, I really like like brown rice cakes. I know that it's uh, 70 calories and I can put my hummus on there or my avocado on there and it's a nice crunchy snack. Um, prepping for the week, like we were talking about before, making sure you have these pre-portioned snacks for the week. And then again, looking at your week, like, okay, am I gonna be on the road? Am I gonna be traveling? Um, if I'm traveling, what's some stuff I can take with me that's not gonna go bad? Um, and just kind of being more aware and mindful of that. Keeping it balanced, pairing that fiber with the fat and protein, and then travel friendly. This is a big one. I'm, I, I do a lot of in-home clients. So I keep a cooler bag with me. I just put my little ice packs in there and I'll have my yogurt and I'll have my uh, little bar in there, um, my fruit, whatever it is. But I make sure that I always have something with me so that I'm not just grabbing something that's not going to be healthy or I'm not starving or I'm not just reaching for like a loaded coffee drink or something like that. So a few favorite snacks, again, fruit and then a serving of nuts or nut butter. So just sometimes just having the nuts, it's not enough, right? It's calorically, it might feel like enough. Um, 
because it's usually around 200 calories. Adding that fruit into it, you're going to feel a little more satisfied because it has that water content. It's going to make you feel a little bit more full. Again, our berries are our lower in sugar fruits as well as melon. And then um, another great way to do kind of a pre-portioned fruit is a medium-sized piece of fruit is a portion. So sometimes you see these just, you know, ginormous apples or whatever have half of it, <laughs> okay? Um, because they, they do have a lot of sugar in them. Greek yogurt or cottage cheese, or I like the Siggy's plant-based uh, yogurt. It actually has 10 grams of protein in it, which most plant-based yogurts do not, um, but something with a protein in it and then fresh fruit. And I do encourage, I mean, you can do what you want, but full fat is going to keep you more satisfied. Plus I think it tastes better. Plus oftentimes when you are taking the fat out of a dairy product, they're adding in sugars to make up for typically the flavor. So I suggest full fat, something that's already pre-portioned. So you know you're just getting one portion or measure your portion. And then you can add your own sugar, which is the fruit. And that's gonna be pretty satisfying. Uh, energy bites and homemade trail mix. I have a really great energy bite recipe uh, that I can share with everyone. I can do that tonight or tomorrow. I'll send that out. And then I like the homemade trail mix because if you guys look at your nutrition facts on homemade trail mixes, um, a lot of times they're loaded with sugar. You know, they have the dried fruit and then they have the chocolate chips and the yogurt chips and all that fun stuff. And it tastes super good. But yeah, if you're making it yourself, you can control how much sugar you're putting in there. And then also always going with a raw nut is going to be better than a roasted nut. You're going to get more nutrients and more fiber in there. Pairing your veggies with dip um, and with some crackers or string cheese. Again, not just having those veggies. I mean, if that's good enough for you and you feel satisfied, great. Make sure you're measuring your dip. If it's that maybe a hummus or a little salad dressing or that bitchin' sauce, which is also good. It has some nice fat in there. Um, but make sure you're checking your portions on that and then pairing it either with um, the crackers for a little extra carb, a little crunch, and which would be like a whole grain cracker, uh, or a piece of string cheese, which is nice because it's already portioned. And then finally are shakes and bars. So maybe this is an unpopular opinion, but I encourage you to limit the amount of, sh of protein shakes and bars you're having. And I'm, by that, I mean like the pre package shakes that are in, you know, like in the bottle. Um, if you scan that QR code with your phone right now, it'll bring up an article that has the top shakes of 2023 that are pretty clean. They're pretty, pretty healthy ones. Um, if you're looking for one for an on the go in terms of shakes and bars, uh, when I was first working in this field in my early twenties, um, I had them a lot. I probably had a, like two a day what between the shake and the bar. And I got to tell you, it wasn't doing many favors with my, with my um, just physical goals and cutting them out. I realized they, a lot of times, first of all, the quality of the calories, they are not all created equal. A lot of them have a ton of fillers, a ton of additives. Um, they can be very bloating. Um, and even the ones that are low in sugar, they usually have some sort of a sweetener, which can also not have great side effects. So 
I would suggest limiting yourself maybe two or three portions a week. Uh, I trust me, I have bars. I have one in my purse right now. They're very convenient. And so my suggestion is finding the cleanest bars you can, meaning simple, clean ingredients. Preferably you can pronounce every ingredient that's on the ingredient list. Um, and we're looking for approximately two, uh, like 200 calories or less when you're looking at that bar. So if it's if it has a lot more than that, you can eat just half of it or choose a different kind of bar. Some of my favorites, um, I like the RX bar. It does have a little more sugar, but it's naturally occurring sugar from dates. So easier for your body to process. I like the kind low sugar bars. They are typically a little bit lower in protein, but simple clean ingredients. It's usually just kind of some nuts and like a binder. Aloha bars. I found these a couple of years ago. They're pretty good. Uh, they use monk fruit to sweeten. I'm not a huge fan. Like I said, like I don't, I can't eat stevia and that stuff. I just think it's way too sweet for me personally. Monk fruit, I find to be a little less offensive. The Aloha bars are pretty good and they're high in protein and they actually have pretty simple ingredients. So I like those. You can find those pretty widely. Um, Mind Right, that's another one. They're really low in sugar and their whole thing is um, using adaptogens. They use different kind of mushroom um, powders and whatnot to help you focus. So they're all about like brain function, which is great. That's Mind Right. Um, and then I personally like the go macro bars. They can be a little lower in protein and, uh, higher in calories, but sometimes I'll just have a half of one. They have really clean, simple ingredients and they actually keep me satisfied. So those are a few of my personal favorites. All right. When to snack. All right. So before and after your workout. So when it comes to exercise, you are typically gonna have either a meal or a snack before you work out, and then the other, either the meal or the snack after your workout, right? So if you had a meal before, you'd have a snack after. If you had a snack before, you'd have a meal after. You want to allow yourself at least an hour to digest if you've had a snack, about two hours to digest if you've had a meal. Why is that? When we eat, um, our blood rushes to our stomach to help digest. When you're exercising, you want the blood available to go to your muscles, to pump your muscles. So that's why it's really important. Plus you can get like stomach cramps and that kind of thing. So making sure that you are fueling yourself before a workout, something light. Um, and then when you are finished working out, you wanna get something in your system within an hour of finishing your workout. And again, we're looking for balance here. So these are combinations of protein, fat, and carbs. That can just be, again, it could be one of these bars, right? But it's gonna have, it shouldn't just be protein. If you're having a protein shake, have a piece of fruit with it because you need to replenish your glycogen stores. So that's your carbs. Energy slump, of course, you wanna snack if we're feeling low energy, not just reaching for a very um, caffeinated beverage. This is a great time to have some fruit. Fruit has those simple sugars. It's gonna give you that boost of energy, a little hit of sugar there. And then again, pairing that with a protein or a fat is going to help keep you a little more satiated. Eating between meals. If you're not hungry, you do not have to snack. You don't have to have two snacks a day. 
if you if you don't need to eat every three hours, don't eat every three hours. Everyone's body is different. You got to listen to your body. So some people just are not snackers. Um, and that's totally fine. Just make sure that you're not ravenous by the time you get to your next meal. If you find that you are and you're like kind of scarfing the meal or you're overeating that meal, that's when he goes, okay, well, you know, I, maybe I should have a snack a few hours before my meal. So I'm not feeling that hungry. And then before a social event, um, we've been talking about this a lot, having a little snack before you go to a social event, it's going to prevent you from really overindulging, especially on those appetizers. Uh, so like I was saying before with the snack bars, typically a snack in general is around 200 calories. You don't need to get caught up on that number. They're not, it's not always going to be perfect, but keep that sort of in the back of your mind. Like, okay, if this is 400 calories, it's more of a meal than a snack. I'm going to have half of it. Right. And then just have the other half maybe later in the day or the next day. All right, rounding out here. So these are our dining out tips. I know we're getting close on time. Having this instead of that, these are nothing nothing you haven't seen before. I'm sure Derek has encouraged you on a lot of these, but instead of a burger and fries, putting that burger in a lettuce wrap and then having a side salad or like a baked potato. Or if you're going for that burger with the bun, opt for that side salad instead of the fries. If you're heading up Chipotle, Instead of that burrito, get that burrito bowl. Uh, choose between the rice or beans. And then if you're getting an all vegetarian one, opt for the beans to get your protein. Instead of that Denny's Grand Slam, go for the Denny's loaded veggie omelet. Something I like to do, especially if I'm at like a greasy spoon diner, um, I find that their cheese is pretty gross usually. So I'll ask for no cheese and I'll ask for a side of salsa and a side of avocado and I just kind of like make it my own there and it's a lot better. So just personal, <laughs> personal hacks. Um, Caesar salad, instead of going for a Caesar, find a salad that has mostly veggies. We know that just because something's a salad does not make it healthy. So look at those ingredients in the salad and make sure that it has more veggies than like the cheese and the nuts and the, you know, tortilla strips and the wontons and all that stuff. Anything fried, swapping it for something grilled or steamed. And final slide, a few more swaps. Uh, these could be for at home or at a restaurant. Using cucumbers instead of chips or any kind of veggies instead of chips for your dip. Soft tortillas instead of chips. You can actually ask for those at a restaurant. Just ask for a couple of like corn tortillas. You can just cut and use those to dip into your salsa or your guacamole. Asking for your dressing or sauce on the side. Opting for club soda or tea instead of soda or booze. So opting for something that is going to, you know, give you a little bit of hydration, maybe a little satiety, kind of fill your tummy a little bit, but you're not getting those empty calories. When it comes to breakfast, asking for the sliced tomatoes and then choose between your hash browns, your toast. There's no need for a breakfast to be both hash browns and toast. Choose what you like and then ask for the tomato slices on the side to supplement that. Um, most restaurants easily can swap that out. And then if you're kind of an all or nothing person, just ask them not to even bring bread or chips to the table. If it's too tempting that you're gonna eat the entire thing, just ask them not to bring it. You don't wanna fill up on the those empty calories. Okay, that was a lot of information. So 
we have we have one minute, but <laughs> I have a little more time. Um, if anyone has anything to share, I would love to hear some of your tips, meal for meal prep, your favorite snacks that have been working for you, any restaurant swaps. Um, please go ahead and jump in here and uh, let's see what you got. I'm always excited to learn new ones. I don't necessarily have a swap, but I have a question. You talk a lot about portion sizes and when you mentioned like an apple versus a larger apple and only eating half, if you're really trying to pack your day with fruits and veggies, does it really matter? Like if you're just having that half an apple or can't you have that whole one to round out your day more? That's a great question. Um, you can eat the whole apple over the course of the day. It's about how much sugar is hitting your bloodstream at one time. So, so still cut it in half and half, half in the morning and half at night. But yeah, I want you to get the nutrients from it. I just don't want you to get that huge hit of sugar all at once. Gotcha. And with vegetables, that's not as big of a concern because they're not as sugary as the fruits. Yeah, so yeah, exactly. And people are like, well, carrots have sugar. I'm like, eat your carrots. <laughs> that's If that's our biggest sugar issue, go for <laughs> it. Go for the carrots and the red bell pepper. Okay. Thanks for clarifying that. <laughs> sure. Anyone else? Anyone have any either questions or like some fun, maybe meal prep tips they use on their own? One of my pitfalls has always been work events, like doing business development type things. So it's a simple one. I'm sure everybody's done, but basically seltzer and lime looks exactly like a vodka tonic. And I was actually at a work event in Vegas and heard some like went and got one and I had to reveal like, oh, I'm just drinking seltzer and lime. She's like, oh, actually me too. And so oh, oh, nice. you, you wouldn't realize that the, the peer pressure that you feel to be social and drink is actually like everybody feels that way. Well, not everybody, but a lot more people than you think feel that way. I, that's a great tip. I was just talking to my, my sisters in events and she was saying that the drinking culture is unbelievable and um, because everyone just does it. So it's very acceptable, but you're right. And, and not everyone wants to, <laughs> especially not all night. You know, if you want one, have one, but it's like, yeah, just switch it over. Be a little, feel better the next day. Anyone else, anyone's favorite snacks that they um, they like to prep for the week or take on the go or traveling? I know, Catherine, you've been traveling a ton. You have a lot of good hacks. Um, one thing I do, I just want to second is that um, meal preps. Um, I do a lot of meal prep on the weekends. And I, I mean, I did that today and or over the weekend. And it was great because when I got home from work tonight, I was, I was really tired and I thought, okay, I have just enough time to reheat what I made and, um, you know, sneak into this session this evening. So meal prepping has, I've been doing it since the pandemic. Um, and it's really, really helped because I do, I work until seven. So, um, it, it's, it's just helpful by the time I get home um, to have something that's, that's healthier for me to eat. Absolutely. Yeah. Just makes life easier. I mean, it's kind of a pain in the butt on Sunday, but then the rest of the week you're like, Oh, thank God I did that. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Anything else to share anyone? All right. Well, I won't keep you all any longer. Um, I will send that energy, uh, ball recipe out 
And tomorrow I'll be doing some coaching. And as always, feel free to reach out if you have any specific questions. I'm here. And uh, yeah, I'll see you guys next week. Okay. Thanks, Thanks, guys. Thanks for being here.